Living in the Gray, a questions but no answers series. Living in the Gray. Well, we're all living in the gray. Now you're living in the gray. Living in the gray. Living in the gray. Ay, ay. Don't talk about politics. Don't give a damn about sports. Leave that to the masses. You're part of a different cohort. Living in the gray. I am your host, E.F. Glenn. Welcome to my podcast. There was one person that I missed, and that was my pastor friend, Marcus. He and I had a wonderful discussion about not only the church, but the state of the church as it relates to social media. And his information was just too good to leave out. So I wanted to include it on this bonus episode of Living in the Gray. Now, there's this video going around. um, It's going viral now. And it's about a young lady. She stands up and she gives a testimony. And before she it's it's kind of a crude testimony. And before she finishes, the um, the gentleman holding the microphone walks away and he puts the microphone up and he leaves the stage. And the woman is left there looking baffled. We see more and more cases of these in the in the mainstream um, media, and um, I just wanted to get your take on that. Yeah, absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly what you're talking about. That video. Uh, uh, number one, I, I must admit to you, I must admit to you that when, when I, I saw the video um, several times, as a matter of fact, when I first saw the video, I was not expecting. You know, I, I knew something was going to be funny. Because nowadays, <laughs> only get reposted when it's really funny. Yes. Right? But I was not ready. I wasn't ready at all. So, you know, it's humorous. Extremely humorous. I laugh. However, um, I know that um, there's another part to that mm-hmm. uh, that's not so funny. Uh, that, number one, this lady did not ask to go viral. Mm-hmm. That was treated a very private um, uh it should be a private state. She was in a sanctuary. She felt safe to say what it is that she wanted to say. And she was out. Um, now, let's get to the big discussion that a lot of people have. Was the man wrong? Mm-hmm. Assume, you know, was the man wrong because he put the mic down whenever she began to make some detailed remarks about her testimony? Right. Um, I think that we should be there. There's one side that says... You know, he wasn't wrong. There's another side. There seems to be the majority. I don't know that. Can't confirm that. But it just seems to be the majority where people are saying that he was wrong. He was wrong. He should have put the mic down. Hey, look, you know, with her testimony, you know, the church had to be more transparent. They didn't want to hear what she had to say. They act like they didn't know what she was talking about and all that kind of stuff. Now, I personally think that he was in the right. He was okay to put the mic down. People also made remarks about the lady, you know, who made remarks afterwards. Like, hey, okay, anybody else have a testimony? Like, she was suggesting that she was... um, Dismissive. uh, ...the value of the lady that spoke before. I don't think that was her intention. Um, Matter of fact, she didn't say anything about the lady. She didn't, you know, say... It, it, she just continued to move on. Now, um, if you notice also, if you didn't notice, go back, um, the drummer, if you didn't notice, for example, the video mm-hmm. was cracking up so bad that he was kneeling down. Oh, you see the drum set moving, but you don't see him. <laughs> okay, now I gotta watch this video again. <laughs> <laughs> if you look very closely, even the drummer, like, do you see the set? 
reasons, Judge. Okay, I understand how testimony service goes. I've seen it in several ways, okay? I've seen it where people stand up with at their seats and say what they want to say without a microphone. I've seen it where people can walk up to the microphone and have something to say. Now, you have to be prepared, okay? Because when you get that mic up, what you're saying is, we're going to hear, we give you permission to say what you want to say in this microphone and everyone's going to hear. Mm-hmm. Now, um, just like TV has editing. All right? Mm-hmm. You cannot edit a testimony at that moment. Right. Okay? But you have to be wise because you have children, you have adults, you have people there. With, there's, there's, you don't know who's in the audience. Mm-hmm. Everyone cannot handle, and this is the truth, everybody cannot handle the rawness of your story. Mm-hmm. Everyone cannot handle it. Um, um, now, I don't think what he did was disrespectful or intended to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. She began to say, and I won't repeat what she said, um, but she began to go into details of what it was that she did, you know, um, and he put the mic down. Um, when she began to go in specifics of what it was that she did, I think that was a, uh, um, an act of, okay, it could have been to protect her, Mm-hmm. Because it was obvious that she had a mental condition. Mm-hmm. He could have done it. I don't know him. I don't know his intentions. But I think people are missing that. He could have possibly did that to protect her because she wasn't in the right frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, um, even if you know someone is not in the right frame of mind, you try to protect them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, for all you know, um, he could have known the possibility of it going viral. I doubt that was on his mind at the time, but hey, who knows? Right. Also, he could have been told to do that. Don't know that, because all we see is one angle of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been a lot of reasons. All I have to say about this thing is, um, you know, I think the church has been getting a lot of flack about this. Mm-hmm. And um, when I say church, meaning church, churches, um, you know, services and pastors and like what they should and shouldn't do. Yes. Um, that church has been attacked. Now, that was a one-minute video. It may have possibly been a little less than that. It was a, that was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we heard her testimony loud and clear. <laughs> what happened? I think, she, I think her testimony was more clear than anything else that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but what we did not have here or hear or see is what happened before then. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened after that. Now, one thing I know is that she was not finished <laughs> by her testimony. <laughs> She was not done. She was just getting started. Right. <laughs> she looked back like, like, well, for real? Like, right. And so she had more to say. And I'm really glad that he, because <laughs> her whole testimony would have went viral. And then we would have known more about her to land her. Right. All the truth. If he would have let her finish everything, I mean everything. There's been more to laugh at, and the same people that are saying, oh, well, they should have did, did this, they should have did that, would have been just simply laughing. Mm-hmm. And not, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what I have to say about it, I just think that it's a um, a consequence <laughs> of um, a sacred time going viral because someone decided to um, put it somewhere that she didn't ask to be put, and that's the internet. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that really is the same. I think it's the same time um, as relates to how we use uh, social media sometimes mm-hmm. as relates to uh, uh, places of faith. You know, I think that it has its place, it's good, it has benefits, but I think that sometimes that we utilize it for our own gain to get more likes. Right. Get more followers on our, on our Instagram or on our social media. It's like the more funnier it is, the more crude it is, the more um, insensitive it is, the more attention you get and people know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and people make um, uh, memes out of it. And people do what they want to do, but don't think about the person. Right. What my question is, to everyone that's pointing at that church who don't know that church, uh, what are you doing to help her? Are you reposting it? Mm-hmm. Is that helping her? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, you know, and I, in my perspective, it could be wrong, but it's just another way of looking at it. Absolutely. You know, are, are you creating me? Mm-hmm. You know, are, are you liking it? Are you, you know? And so, I mean, reality is, it's funny, it's out there, but what are we doing with it? Mm-hmm. You know, and what are we doing for her? Absolutely nothing. I would like to believe that that church has done more for her than anybody else talking about what the church should have done that night. Right. You know, um, we don't know. So um, I just think that we should be more fair in our approach. Mm-hmm. And those that are, that are in the church, I think we should be more sensitive to the privacy of what's happening inside the church. I think that um, it's a place that we should really reverence. It shouldn't be a place that we go there to try to get followers. I mean, we should be trying to, you know, allow that time to be about um, simply worshiping God, not looking for moments. That's right. It's funny. I'm amazed. I've seen the things. It's, listen. Listen, if I want a lot of followers, I can have them. <laughs> 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 but I think the bigger picture is that why do we do what we do? And you and and when you say church is funny, I'm thinking about the Catholics who might be listening that says it's really not because, you know, you know, compared to a Pentecostal upbringing, it's completely different. So you're talking more of along the lines of the praise and worship of the Pentecostal experience. Absolutely. I'm glad you said that because um, it reminds me when I was small and I was in elementary school, the only grade I was around the first or second grade. Uh, but it was... Um, uh, a boy in my class, and I asked him, I don't know how or why, but I've been asking about church, like, you know, about church, and he said, church? I'm going to church? The church is boring. And, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I did not understand yeah. how church is boring, because church I went to was far from <laughs> boring. I mean, you could play instruments, you could drum, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it was just a, a Pentecost experience, and you know, everyone could express themselves. And testimony service was very interesting. I heard testimony that talked with that lady said, I'll be very honest with you. Um, oh, you've heard testimonies that top what she said. And I know they were looking at that video like, glad mine didn't go, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other, in other ways, not in that, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. you know, but, but I mean, I'm telling you, I've, I've heard a lot of it. Um, but... You know, I didn't understand that every church did not have service the way I did. And, and matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I was exposed to different faiths, which I, you know, definitely, you know, um, respect. You know, everyone there had different faiths, respect it as well. You know, um, but all I knew was to hate my church, so I thought everyone had church that way. The church was not boring. It was always something going on. We had people stand up, testify, run around, you know. I've seen <laughs> a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I, I do still believe that we should definitely reverence the experience. So mm-hmm. things are funny. Is it, you know, do I think it's wrong to find it humorous? No, but I think we should be mature enough um, to respect 
um, you know, the house of God. It used to be, we were, behind, you know, our parents and grandparents, that we were behind, they were behind the camera taking pictures of events. Right. You know, now we are all about us. And so whenever we go to a worship experience, we take it upon ourselves to record something so we can put it on our Facebook and we can get likes and someone else is humiliated. Yeah. Possibly. You know, um, you know, I just, to me, that really burns my heart. It really does. Because what are we doing it for? So with you wearing your mini hats, I know sometimes, you know, people base their opinion of, well, well, that's an associate pastor. They, you know, I can pour out all of my issues. But I'm sure that there's this misconception that you're always supposed to be this nice, pleasant, you know, person to approach. And I'm sure that, you know, sometimes you go through things in life like you might have bad days. You know, your, your children might have had a bad day in school and you just got on them and someone approaches you with a problem and they expect you to be all ears and open and nice about it. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that that should be the expectation. I, I, I personally believe that, you know, that should be the expectation. It should be a pleasant experience. It should be um, 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 an experience that is fair, uh, that is filled with love, um, that is filled with concern. Um, absolutely. One thing I think is that we should be reminded is when the expectation is not met to have a fair perspective on why it wasn't met. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if I go to Target and there's a cashier, um, I expect five-star service anywhere that I um, am getting service from, especially if I'm, you know, paying money. Of course, it's a totally different scenario from what you asked me, but just one example, if I don't get that service that I think I deserved, you know, I can jump to immediate conclusions and say this person is this, this person is that, or they're not this or not that, and go off. However, I have to also be fair. Hey, I do not know what that person went through before I got here. Before I came through their life, I don't know. They could have buried their mother yesterday. They could have had a, a, a rough day. They could have got bad news. They may have been given notice that they only have a certain amount to live. Not trying to make it doom or gloom, but just the reality of that sometimes, you know, um, 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 people of clergy sometimes have an expectation that they always um, have to give five star or give the best. And I believe that should be the aim. But they forget that sometimes that there's life. There is life that they experience the same thing. They have to, they, you know, um, bills. They have to um, take care of family. They have to keep their health intact. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of things. Um, sometimes they don't feel well, you know. And and just to have a fair um, 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 perspective on why didn't they get what they wanted. You really have to sacrifice. Um, I have to sacrifice my life and do it willingly. You know, so that doesn't mean that I'm not going to feel sometimes like, oh, wow, I just, you know, um, just want to usa, I just want to just relax. And no, yeah, yeah, I still have those feelings, of course. But um, I, I should learn about it. my wife first, my children first. Um, of course, God first, I say. Of course, God first, you know, but of course, my children, my wife, uh, my family, you know, um, and then as it comes relates to the needs of the people, um, I have to also be sensitive to that, but never to put that before my wife and my children. Oh, wow. That's really good. That's that's really, really good. Um... you appreciated this bonus episode Marcus really shed some light on how even the church experience is now in a gray area 
you know, where things aren't as sacred and we kind of want to expose things that should be private or, you know, allowing people to feel unsafe in a safe space. It's a gray, murky area. So listen, until the next season, let's pray there's a next season. How about that? So until the next season, take care and enjoy yourself. Peace. For more information about me and to read some of my work, please visit www.bfglenn.com. I am also on social media as BFGlenn. Thank you for listening to Mommy Podcast.